0: Hello and welcome to Back of the Card Sports Trivia Pod, a podcast where you can test your sports trivia knowledge over a variety of sports and topics. My name's Court, and I will be your host. Our game will consist of five rounds of six questions covering everything from your basic sports to some unknown sports. Each question is worth one point unless otherwise noted. Make sure you follow us here on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok and let us know what your score is. Again, I was out on vacation last week, so hopefully you enjoyed last week's show. It's It's been a fun week. It was a good week. It was a, definitely a bear of a week, but it was a good vacation. I'm glad to be back. It was came kind of at the perfect time, so I'm, I'm glad to be back. But hey, we're going to cover some sports. We are not going to get all the way up to 70 points like the Dolphins did yesterday, but we are going to cover one of a topic that is close to my heart, and that is why round one is simply titled Miguel Cabrera. It's hard to believe, but we have reached the last week of Miguel Cabrera's MLB playing career. It's been fun seeing him as a Tiger. It's been fun to see some of the Miggy memories. I have a few of my own watching him hit a couple couple of walk-off home runs while I was at Comerica Park. So we're just going to celebrate his career and really relish this last week of Miguel Cabrera's MLB career. So let's start with question number one. Within two, what year did Miguel Cabrera make his MLB debut? Question number two. What team did Miguel Cabrera sign with as an amateur free agent? Question number three, what year did Miguel Cabrera win the Triple Crown and was the first Triple Crown winner since 1967 when Karl Yastrzemski won it? Question number four, what player came with Miguel Cabrera when he was traded to the Tigers? Question number five, While in Venezuela, what other sport did Miguel Cabrera show interest in before his uncle pointed him towards baseball? And question number six. Name two players that Miguel Cabrera has passed this season in the career hits list. All right, I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music, try to come up with those answers, and then I will return. All right, let's get you some answers here about Miguel Cabrera. So question number one, within two, what year did Miguel Cabrera make his MLB debut? Well, he made his MLB debut on June 20th, 2003. So in order to get the point there, you would have had to say between 2001 and 2005. Question number two, what team did Miguel Cabrera sign with as an amateur free agent? Well, he signed in 1999 as an amateur free agent to, of course, the Florida Marlins. Question number three, what year did Miguel Cabrera win the Triple Crown and was the first Triple Crown winner since 1967 when Carl Yastrzemski won it? Well, that was 2012. That was also he won an MVP. Obviously, you win the Triple Crown. Usually, the MVP goes hand-in-hand. I do remember distinctly all the pundits talking about how – Mike Trout should have won it or how he was competing for it and they kept bringing up his war but it's like I know Miguel Cabrera is going to win it. Quit trying to build up the dramatics here. Miguel Cabrera is going to win it and he did by a landslide. Question number four, what player came with Miguel Cabrera when he was traded to the Tigers? Well, that was Dontrell Willis. I remember the winter meetings and hearing that announcement that the Tigers had traded and gotten Dontrell Willis and Miguel Cabrera. I was really excited for both of them because at the time, Dontrell Willis was a very good starting pitcher. Um, he His career didn't last much longer once he got to Detroit, but at the time he was really good, and I was excited for both of them to come. Miguel obviously had a fantastic career after that as well. Question number five here. While in Venezuela, what other sport did Miguel Cabrera show interest in before his uncle pointed him towards baseball? Well, that was volleyball. Obviously, Miguel Cabrera is pretty tall. He's six foot four, so he's a big guy. So, volleyball naturally went hand in hand with that one. Now, as most teenagers are, they're pretty active and they play a lot of different sports. But ultimately, his uncle encouraged him to focus primarily on baseball. It seemed to work out pretty well for him. And last but not least, question number six, to name two players that Miguel Cabrera has passed this season on the career hit list. He has passed, all you had to do was name two of these, any two of these guys. Ichiro Suzuki, Dave Winfield, Alex Rodriguez, Tony Gwynn, Robin Yount, Paul Warner, George Brett, and Adrian Beltre. So yeah, pretty good little list there of players that he has passed and a lot of Hall of Famers, I believe almost all of these guys are Hall of Famers currently. So just more proof that he will be going to the Hall of Fame. I think he was really trying to pass Adrian Beltre just because he loved to mess with Adrian Beltre and his head. It was just a fun little relationship that those two had as well. All right, moving on now to round number two. This round is our quick hitters round. This round is filled with some questions that, have, that are quick hitters and have simple answers. Today's category is Notre Dame versus Ohio State. For this round, I will give you the name of a Heisman Trophy winner and the year. You simply have to say if that player played at Notre Dame or Ohio State. This is my show. I'm an Ohio State fan. I'm going to have a little bit of fun with Ohio State beating Notre Dame this weekend. So that's what we're going to do here with question number one. Troy Smith, 2006. Question number two. Archie Griffith, 1974 and 1975. Question number three, Tim Brown, 1987. Question number four, Eddie George, 1995. Question number five, Paul Horning, 1956. And question number six, Howard Cassidy, 1955. amazing these are two of the most historic football powerhouses between Notre Dame and Ohio State both have seven total Heisman Trophy winners and uh, and this is just a collection of some of the greatest ones so let's start with question number one Troy Smith 2006 that was with Ohio State question number two Archie Griffith 1974 and 1975 well that would be of course Ohio State the only two-time Heisman Trophy winner Question number three, Tim Brown, 1987. Well, that would be Notre Dame. Now, he is the last Notre Dame player to win a Heisman Trophy. Now, he there have been finalists since then, but he is currently the last Heisman Trophy winner for Notre Dame. Question number four, Eddie George, 1995. That is Ohio State. Question number five, Paul Horning, 1956. That would be Notre Dame. And then question number six, Howard Cassidy, Will that be in 1955? That would be the Ohio State University. So, yeah, that time we had four Ohio State players and two Notre Dame players. There were two more Ohio State players there than Notre Dame, kind of like how Ohio State outscored Notre Dame by two on Saturday. Hey, again, this is my show. I get to make the jokes and have a little bit of fun at some of my best friends' expense. But let's move on now to round number three, Connections That Make Contact. This round will have five questions that may or may not be sports related, but the answers do relate to each other in some way through sports. The sixth question will be the connection between the five answers. So let's get started with question number one. What is the official state bird of Maryland? Question number two. What do you call two babies born from the same mom on the same day? Question number three, what city would you find the headquarters for companies such as Harley-Davidson, Northwestern Mutual, and Miller Brewing Company? Question number four, what is a three-letter word to describe a beam of light or a set of straight lines that passes through a point? Question number five. What team got their nickname from people who didn't want to get hit by railway cars? And question number six is what is the connection between those answers? I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music, try to come up with those answers, and then I will return. All right, let's see if we can make some contact. So question number one, what is the official state bird of Maryland? Well, that is the Baltimore Orioles. Question number two, what do you call two babies born from the same mom on the same day? Well, that is, of course, twins. Question number three, what city would you find the headquarters for companies such as Harley-Davidson, Northwestern Mutual, and the Miller Brewing Company? Well, that will be Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Question number four, what is a three-letter word to describe a beam of light or a set of straight lines that passes through a point? Well, that would be a ray. And then question number five, what team got their nickname from people who didn't want to get hit by railway cars? Well, that would be the Dodgers. So we had answers such as the Baltimore Oriole, Twins, Milwaukee, Ray, and Dodgers. Well, all those are the team or the nicknames. Of an MLB team that has clinched a spot in the current MLB playoffs. As mentioned, we are in the last week of the season, and as of right now, Baltimore Orioles have clinched the spot. The Minnesota Twins have clinched, the, have won their division. Same with the Milwaukee Brewers. The Tampa Bay Rays have clinched a spot in the playoffs. It's just a matter of who's going to win the East. And then the Dodgers have clinched their spot as well. So it's going to be fun. We got the playoffs coming up, and that's when we start to see some really good forms of baseball. But as one season starts to come to an end, there are two seasons that are going to start up here very soon and one of them is going to be our focus of round four and that's going to be the NHL. Training camps are underway. The season's just a few short weeks away. Starting to get very excited for this upcoming season. It's going to be another good one. The NHL just seems to be putting out a good product. Now Gary Bettman might be a reason why the product isn't shown more frequently but it's still a very good product. So we're going to start with six questions here on the NHL to get you excited for the upcoming season. So let's start with round number with question number one. Who won the Stanley Cup this past year? Question number two. Within two, what year was the NHL started? Question number three. Where does the NHL rank in terms of wealthiest team sports leagues in the world? Question number four. Name four of the original six teams from the NHL. Question number five. Who was the first player to score 50 goals in a season? And question number six. What was unique about the first two NHL All-Star games that were played? All right, I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music, and then I will return with answers on the NHL. All right, let's get you some answers here on the NHL. So starting out with question number one. Who won the Stanley Cup this past year? Well, that would be the Vegas Golden Knights. Always good to see an expansion team win it that closely after they were created. It's just a really cool thing, plus just a very talented squad in general. Question number two. Within two, what year was the NHL started? Well, it was officially started on November 26, 1917. So in order to get the point there, you would have to say between 1950 and 1919. Question number three, where does the NHL rank in terms of wealthiest team sports leagues in the world? Well, they are currently fifth. The NFL is number one, Major League Baseball is number two, NBA is number three, and the Premier League is number four, which makes sense. I'm reading the club right now, very evident as to why that is the fourth richest, and I foresee it continuing to move up on that list as well. Question number four, name four of the original six teams for the NHL. Well, that it would be, you just said name four of any of these six, the Toronto Maple Leafs, Montreal Canadiens, Boston Bruins, New York Rangers, Detroit Red Wings, or the Chicago Blackhawks. Now, these were not the first six teams in in the NHL. These were just the six that in the 40s were... The teams that were established, they were the six teams for a long time. And then they, once these teams were established and they created what is currently the NHL, then they built upon it to what we see now. Question number five, who was the first player to score 50 goals in a season? Well, that would be Maurice Rocket Richard for, of course, the Montreal Canadiens. And then last but not least, question number six, what was unique about the first two NHL All-Star games? Well, they were both in honor of someone. So the first All-Star game was in 1934, and that was held as a benefit for Ace Bailey, whose career was ended on a vicious hit by Eddie Shore. So this was to benefit him and to raised some money for him as well and then the second nhl all-star game was in 1937 and that was in support of howie Merez's family when he died of a coronary embolism after breaking his leg during a game so that was the unique thing now all-star games were starting to become in fashion at that time so that does make sense as well but also they did it in benefit of those two men and that kind of just goes hand in hand with Everything that the NHL stands for, and a lot of those hockey guys, they're just really nice guys. All right, let's wrap up today's game with a little bit of sports math. What's going to happen for this round is I'm going to give you some basic math problems. You just have to come up with the number to that answer. For example, if I were to say the amount of points that you would get for making a layup in basketball, plus the amount of points that you would make for making a free throw, you would say Three. If you want to say the other answers out loud, you're more than welcome to. But I'm just looking for the final number. So let's get started with question number one. Points that you get for scoring a touchdown plus the number of players allowed on a football field at a time for one team. Question number two. Most points scored in a game by Wilt Chamberlain minus... The amount of NBA championships won by Michael Jordan. Question number three, nickname of the Texas A&M student section plus the amount of horsemen from Notre Dame football. Question number four, amount of outs a team needs to record a win in baseball plus The amount of runs scored by hitting a grand slam. Question number five. Amount of current NFL teams minus the number worn by Seahawks cornerback Kobe Bryant. And question number six. Career home runs for Roberto Clemente. Times the amount of stolen bases for Miguel Cabrera since 2016. Alright, I'll let you get your calculator out, try to come up with those answers, and then I will return. Let's get you some answers here on the sports math. So question number one, points for scoring a touchdown plus the number of players allowed on a football field at a time for one team. Well, that would be 17. So you get six points for scoring a touchdown and then you are allowed 11 players on the field at a time. Now you can play with 10, but as Notre Dame learned, it is not a good idea. Sorry, that's the last one, I promise. Question number two. Most points scored in a game by Wilt Chamberlain minus the amount of NBA championships won by Michael Jordan? Answer there is 94. So, Wilt Chamberlain is the only player to score 100 points in a game. And Michael Jordan won six championships. So, 100 minus six gets you 94. Question number three, nickname of Texas A&M student section plus the amount of horsemen from Notre Dame football, that is 16. So Texas A&M student section is known as the 12th man, so number 12. And the amount of horsemen, there are four, a.k.a. the four horsemen. Question number four, the amount of outs a team needs to record to get a win in baseball plus the amount of runs scored by hitting a grand slam, well, that is 31. You need 27 outs to record a win in Major League Baseball, and you get four runs whenever you hit a Grand Slam, so that is 31. Question number five now, the amount of current NFL teams minus the number worn by Seattle Seahawks cornerback Kobe Bryant, well, that is 24. There are currently 32 NFL teams, and he is wearing number eight, so that gets us to 24. And again, An ironic thing that it is also a number that Kobe Bryant wore in the NBA. Last but not least, question number six. Career hits for Roberto Clemente multiplied by the amount of stolen bases for Miguel Cabrera since 2016. Correct answer there is 6,000. Roberto Clemente finished with exactly 3,000 career hits. And since 2016, Miguel Cabrera is credited with two stolen bases. So the correct answer there is 6,000. Well, that's it that we have for today. I want to thank you for tuning in this week. I will return next Tuesday with more questions and more fun. Make sure you're following us on Apple and make sure when you select to follow that you choose to automatically download. If Apple isn't your thing, make sure you subscribe everywhere else. Please leave a five star review wherever you can and follow us on social media at Back of the Card Trivia on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Well, hey, my name's Court. The dog's name is Milo. I appreciate you tuning in and I will see you next week.